time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. And welcome to another edition of Bump and Run. And I am Run. And I am Bump. And uh, it's over. Mr. Run, the, yeah, everything's done. It's the PGA Tour wrap-up. The Ryder Cup's done. We had a couple hours off, a couple days off, and now it's the new PGA Tour season yeah, starting. Yeah. Wow, this is opening day. How about that? That off season was crazy. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty amazing. So we're gonna we're actually gonna talk a little bit about Ryder Cup. Obviously, that's on a lot mm-hmm. of people's minds, and it's probably uh, Patrick Reed's. <laughs> and we'll uh, look at the new season ahead, the uh, which gets underway this week in Napa, California. And Phil Mickelson's actually playing. He made the trip from yeah, Perry to Napa, wine to wine. How about that? Get, one, one getting that uh, getting that added tournament. Yeah, claws exactly. out of the way early. Exactly. Well, he played in this last year, so it doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't count. count. What, a, what an idiot. Yeah. Uh, he's playing because his management company runs the tournament. Mm-hmm. So, And Fred Couples is playing. How about that? Yeah, he said it's uh, the last tur- He's before the Masters. It's this one and the Masters, and then that's probably it. That's probably it. Hmm. I've heard that before. It's kind of like the Who. I know. He said that before. Well, he's saying it again. He's, oh, well. he's consistent with his message. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's uh, let's start by talking about uh, Ryder Cup, and I think it's fair to say that both of us were a little shocked at the not necessarily the outcome, but the margin of mm-hmm. victory. Is that fair? Yes, correct. Uh, I I was shocked. And and what do you? Th- I've been asked this a thousand times. I don't think I have an answer. But why do you think it was this way? Man, it's so hard. It's so hard to say because it's a one week. A one week thing, but you know, I, I the Euros just played better. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, I think, from one to twelve, were a better fit for the course, which is what you do on a home Ryder Cup. You tailor make it for the way your people play, and the U.S. did it at Hazeltine, and the Euros did it at the Golf National. And I think their familiarity with the course, you know, two hundred and thirty three rounds to eight. Yeah, that's. Was the total between both teams? Um, I think that I, I think that was a factor. You know what's you know what's uh, what was one of the highlights for me was trying to listen to some of the American broadcasters say "Le Golf National" on the, <laughs> yeah, on the broadcast. They don't even they don't even worry about Open de France. They just say French. They Open. can't even get "le" right. I heard some people saying "le" and "la" and "la golf," <laughs> "le golf national." Anyway, it was it was funny to hear that, but. But I agree it with was, you. I yeah. think that um, I think that a year ago at the Presidents Cup, I would have thought that the Americans would have wiped the floor with the Europeans this time. But it's amazing what a difference a year makes, and what a difference mm-hmm. uh, a golf course, like you said, makes, and and how these guys right. really just every time seem to be able to come together. And predictably, right. of course, when they lose, the Americans start pointing fingers, and not all of them, but um, but no. you know, stuff becomes becomes public, and guys are mad and. Well, one guy is mad anyway, for sure. And one guy's mad. I, I just I don't understand why they can't just realize. Okay, look, we didn't play that well. We lost. We'll get them in two years. I, I and I think you know Brooks Kepka said it the said it the best. He's playing at the Dunhill this week, and and I think he said it the best by saying they just beat us. They played better golf, and that's just that's true. It. Like they did play better golf. Right. Uh, why? I, I I don't know. Um, what I do know is everybody talks about how. The U.S. team was an all-star team, and their, you know, their average world rank was 11 and a bit, and one of the lowest ever. But half of them weren't going well at the right. time. There were some bad, some bad, player, um, bad playing coming in there. Right. 
Right, like, and 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 a lot of the Euros weren't playing, were on form. So, um, you know, guy, I I just think the North American media underestimates some guys from the Euro yes. Tour, like a Thorburn, a Thorbjorn yep. Olsen. Um, you know, obviously Francesco Molinari spent most of his time over here this year, but you know, guys like that, and and I just, you know, certain guys just rise to the occasion. But you know, let's not let's not forget Sergio had a T seven at in mm-hmm. Portugal. Right the week before the Ryder Cup, while Phil, Patrick Reed, Bubba Watson were all finishing dead last at the Tour yeah, Championship, Henrik Jensen was finally um, healthy. You know, right, and he and he was healthy. So, you know, un- unfortunately, they thought t- they would get a bunch out of Tiger, but he was just worn out. Yeah. You could tell, um, and it, you know, the the course beat him up. They couldn't hit a fairway, and, and as you saw, if you watched, the rough there was ridiculously hard, and. You missed the fairway. It's a penalty. Um, I think, you know, I, I do think, though, the, the way the course is set up, the whole deal, if the Americans just play better golf, they probably have a better chance of winning. It just, I mean, that sounds like right. such a simple, stupid statement, but I really do think that they just played rotten golf. And if you play better, that's the that's the answer to every question in golf. Why didn't I make the PGA Tour? Play better. Why, why am I not getting in this tournament? Play better. I mean, you can ask that and give that answer for a thousand right, different exactly. things, it's, and that's really pretty simplistic, right. but it does come down to that. Uh, the other thing that that I kind of I feel bad about f- is is for Jim Furyk is if you're the losing captain, mm. man, everything you did gets analyzed, right? Everything. Yeah, yeah. Did they really over scrutinize losses? Like, you know, nobody can just admit that the Europeans right. played better. Um, you know, I didn't. I thought Europe was going to win, but I only thought they were going to win by a couple of points. I thought it was going to be close, and was hoping it was close. But man, I. I personally believe Jim Furyk made one bad decision, and that was playing Phil Mickelson foursomes. in yeah, foursomes. Um, uh, you know, the whole this whole Patrick Reed drama is ridiculous. He played terrible. That's why yeah. you sat. I mean, I I, um, I honestly think this guy is going to have a lot of trouble getting on teams if he, unless he qualifies on his own. Yeah. he won't be a captain's pick. Right, I I would really be surprised that a captain it's, it's would pick him. It's actually shocking when you think um, about it now. It's not shocking. It's it's he's just not a very good team player. Like remember what he all the allegations about no. at, at college at university. I mean, right. all that stuff is just comes yep. to the forefront now, where he just does not play well with others. Right, and you know, like the guy got to play with his hero. <laughs> yeah, for crying out loud, and he didn't play with Jordan Spieth. You know, they made it seem like. Jordan Spieth was Seve and Olathebel for crying out loud! Like they played in that, they played in a Ryder Cup, two Ryder Cups together. And yeah, the record was good, but in the end, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas were three right. and one together. So it's it's really hard to criticize that pairing. I, um, you know, and it's it just shows that sometimes some guy like well, it shows Patrick Reed a little bit. That's Patrick Reed right uh, there. What do you think? Uh, who were the next two captains? Um, I, you know, I, I think, I think one of Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson could be the captain. Um, you know, I, I, I don't see why they couldn't make Tiger Woods a captain, um, unless he plays. Mm. Um, is he going to do back to back President's Cup, Ryder Cup? Probably not. So maybe it's, you know, maybe because, but those two guys are coming. Their captaincies yeah, are coming. I think they're playing days. And, I think, I think, you know, who do they I bridge think it with? playing days are done. And I think Tigers maybe has one or two more, but mm-hmm. I think if you look on the Euro side, it's it's likely a Lee Westwood or Patrick Harrington. Yeah, I think it's going to be Harrington and as Strickland. One of those two guys. 
Right, Stricker. That's right. Yep, Stricker probably will get his get a shot. And and again, like you know, it's it just it just proves that the European guys they're good yeah. golfers too, and they pair well together. Fleetwood and Molinari were unbelievable. Yeah, that's right. And you know they hit the ball good dead straight. Too, right there, they have uh, wasn't it Fleetwood's right. wife was Molinari's agent for a while, and that's right, like first that. agent. So, yeah. Anyway, um, and it was uh, you know I I think it's it's just funny when you look at the uh, the U.S. players and you know their right. records. Justin Thomas, obviously being a rookie, but not a rookie, was four and one, and it just so happened that he was one of the only ones to go over and play yeah. the Open de France. Yeah. I, I I don't think it's a coincidence. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Personally, <laughs> you know, like you know, it, it, he was the only one and the only other guy that played it. I think well, Kepka played it and yeah, Bubba I agree. played in that tournament. And Bubba was a couple of years ago, so it was a while ago, 2014, I think. But you know, I think. You know, it's it's no surprise there, and you know, I just you know, the next Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. You know, how's that going to be set up? We see how PGA Championships oh, are, you know, are set up there. Can you set that you one know, up to be, be wide yeah, open? You know, that's going to be a, a topic for uh, for the the brain trust. All right, well, let's uh, switch topics for away from the Ryder Cup because right. the new PGA Tour season has started. Wit and a bunch of Canadians, a bunch of Canadian, whole bunch of Canadians, mm-hmm. eight in fact, which is the most ever to tee it up in a PGA Tour event outside of the of uh, Canada. And uh, can you name all eight? Here you go. Let's go. I, I, I can. Okay. Adam Hadwin. Got one. Nick Taylor. Two. Uh, that's, Nick Taylor. That's only Mackenzie two. Mackenzie Hughes. Three. Corey Connors. Four. David Hearn. Five. Roger Sloan. Six. Adam Svensson. Seven. And Ben Silverman. Eight. You did it. Congratulations! That's very yes. well. <laughs> uh, what have I won? They're all uh, all interesting. I had a, I had a really interesting conversation yesterday with Ralph Bauer. Now Ralph is has coached a bunch of these guys. Right now he's only coaching Adam. He has coached uh, Nick Taylor in the past. He's coached um, he's coached Adam Svensson a little bit in the past, which is mm-hmm. an interesting story. And uh, anyway, so he was saying that he has this new. Um, data stats program that he's working with Adam on where basically he plots every shot on every hole on a golf course in every tournament he's ever played. So if Adam's played this course in Napa four times, let's say, he's got mm-hmm. a, a he's got a whole bank of information about where he hits it on each hole, whether if the pin is left, if he hits it to the right, or what all this kind of stuff. So it allows, wow. allows him to prepare a little bit better for the um, for each each round, I guess. It sounds pretty detailed to me, but wow, he's got a... Yeah, no kidding. So, That's amazing. So he's got a little book that he carries in that tells him kind of where his performance is, like plots it all. So now he's got a greens reading book, a yardage book, and this book. <laughs> That's pretty detailed. Is he allowed to have these books? I think so. They're pretty detailed. I guess the greens reading book may be out soon. <laughs> or maybe yeah, it's out now. Soon. I can't remember. <laughs> um, but... but uh, that speaks to, I guess, just how competitive and how much of an edge each of these guys right. and every other guy is looking for. I wonder, in your mind, when you look at this group of Canadians, uh, you know, which one do you think is which one are you most interested to see, and which one do you think has the best chance to win? Well, I I, I still think Adam Hadwin has the best chance to win. Yeah. Um, but there are two guys I'm intrigued to see. I'm intrigued to see Adam Svensson for the reasons for the reasons that we've seen 
all the way through, up through his upbringing through the development program on the web tour and the McKenzie tour, all that is that he's just a guy that can shoot a low number whenever the heck he wants. And so that makes him intriguing that he can get, if he gets on a run, he can really, really shoot low scores. He, uh, he um, has a, he just loves to play golf. You can see him going out mm-hmm. and almost like he wants to hit the next shot all the right. time. Wants to hit it quickly. Wants to get there, hit another shot and get in there. And you're right. I've never seen a guy who can string together birdies like he can. Uh, uh, right, Canadian it's a, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, he he has, he can go sideways a bit, but man, when he gets going, you know, we've always thought some most Canadians are plotters. Like when we see Weirzy, and you know, he you know Weirzy could shoot low numbers. There's no question, but not at will. Right. You know, he kind of just fought his way around the golf course and shot good scores. Whereas Stephen Ames, right? Whereas Stephen Ames was the guy that could just shoot a low number yeah. seemingly whenever he wanted. I think that's Adam Svensson. Yeah. Um, and the other guy I'm intrigued about is how Mackenzie Hughes can bounce back after a tough year last year where he was doing some swing things, had his baby. Um, you know, he's he's now on the Nick Taylor watch where this is the end of his exemption year and see how he can uh, rebound with a fresh start and a fresh year. Uh, I have to laugh. So I texted Mackenzie this morning. And um, before the first round, it was early, still early out there, and I got a message back said, um, "Please be ready for 6:15." <laughs> I said, "What?" <laughs> he said, "He said, oops, that was for my mom to drop the baby off." <laughs> <laughs> so it was quite funny. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he's uh, the guys are all out there at Napa and teeing it up in the first round. Uh, I think. Well, what about what about you, Weeksy? What well, do you I think, think I think Adam Hadwin is certainly the best to win, but I I think you can make a case for a lot of these guys who could come out and mm-hmm. win. Like I think I think uh, Nick Taylor is someone I'm looking for for a really big year. McKenzie as well. Um, you know, Corey Connors came so close last yeah. year a couple times and then kind of fell off a little bit. So I'm interested to see what he can do. And I still think I still think David Hearn is uh, is is due for something. I mean, the guy's been yeah. so close so many times. I know it would mean we'd lose a Masters analyst, but then we get someone to cover at the Masters if he wins. Exactly. So I think uh, cool. I I hope I I think with the number like just the sheer quantity of players, um, you know, you might you might see them feeding off of each other. You know, one guy, one or two guys have a good tournament. You know, spur on the next guy to have a good tournament. Um, mm. They're all pretty. They're all pretty close, and they all know each other pretty well. Yeah. So it's, I, I think that is healthy for for them to have others around them, and hopefully, you know, a few have some success early, and then others can feed off of that. Yeah. And then maybe we'll see, who knows? Maybe we'll see eight or the eight or nine of them remain on the PJ Tour in the next few years. So now I noticed on um, I noticed on Twitter before I came on here there was an interesting little uh, segment going on where they were trying to put together golfers and musical bands together in mm-hmm. like one name and you came up with one that was obvious yeah sorry Tommy Fleetwood Mac right and then and then I saw Jeff Brook from the Globe came up with uh, Glass Tiger Woods oh that's not a bad that's a good one yeah and I was going to put in uh, Brandon Steely Dan oh good one I'm adding the Y what about Vaughn Taylor Swift oh or Nick Taylor Swift oh. Oh, that's a pretty good one. I like that. That just one. came off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not bad. So, if anyone has a new one you want to send it in, send it into us. We'll uh, we'll post it up. That'd be good. One question I wanted to ask you, Weeksy. Yes. Was, you know, we talked about that. We just talked about the Ryder Cup, and there is one more team competition going on this year or this week on the LPGA Tour, the UL International Crown on the LPGA Tour. Yep. Eight countries going head to head, and this. They do that every two years. Is it three players you need or four players? 
It's four players, okay. um, and then you're qualified by your world ranking, and right. you know, so you basically add up the world ranking. So, my question to you is, you know, we obviously have Brooke, who's going to be up at the top of the rankings for now until she's no good anymore. Do you ever see it? How close are we to seeing Canada maybe jump into that? Hmm. Into that mix. Interesting. I mean, I think Brittany Marchand played really well last year mm-hmm. and, and is bona fide LPGA Tour player. Motomi LeBlanc, if she could stay healthy uh, and get maybe a little bit more confidence, yeah. she could probably be there. I mean, there's AC Tangay. There's always, I've always, over the years I've covered uh, the Canadian women's golf, there's always been a lot of really good talent that's been right on the edge. And for right. whatever reason, they never seem to get to the top or the next that next step. Right. Um, right. And some of them will play on the LPGA Tour for a number of years and have good careers and stuff, but there's just that one little oomph to get them over. And um, it would be nice to see, like, AC Tange, who's a beautiful person. Here's a quick AC Tange story. So I, right. out in West Scannell this year at the CP Canadian Women's Open, she came off the golf course. We were going to interview her, and she said, I just have to go to the locker room for a minute. And I assume she probably had to go and use the facilities or something or whatever anyway. So we waited there, and then she came back after um, and she kind of looked over at us and then just left and went over to the range. And I thought, wow, that's kind of whatever. And she kind of blew us off, you know, and I thought that was, that was kind of weird. It was, and it was the first time that it ever happened. And AC, I haven't talked to her mm-hmm. a lot, but she's a really, really nice woman to talk to. Mm-hmm. And the next day I was just sitting in the press room and all of a sudden I got a tap on my shoulder and there she was. And she just came in to apologize for, for not coming back. So I wish I had a dollar for every time a player would do that because a lot of times players just don't have time to talk and they leave. No, and uh, exactly. And they you never leave. hear an apology afterwards, so I give AC full yeah. credit. So, But I don't know. There's just there's just not enough there yet, even, yet. Though, even though there are lots of players who are on Symmetra, um, who are showing signs, mm-hmm. and we have lots of good amateurs and college players, mm-hmm. but... For some reason, you know, they just never seem to be able to take that next big step like Brooke has taken. Mm-hmm. I think, I think. So the next one will be in 2020. I don't think we'll be involved in that one. But I think 2022 or 2024. I think they could really like because when you look at like uh, a couple amateurs like Jacqueline Lee and Maddie Zurich, yep. who are coming down the pipe, who have had amazing careers, uh, amateur careers already. And just ultra talented, um, you know. I think we're we're getting close, and I know, like, I'm sure the like, I'm sure the LPGA looks and goes, man, why can't we get Brooke Henderson in there? Yeah. Why can't we get Lydia Cohen there? Because you know, Lydia Cohen. Then the next one in New Zealand is, who knows, right? Right. So it's uh, you know, there's some really top golfers, top top LPGA golfers that they're never going to see potentially. In this event, which I'm sure they would love to. Well, Elena, you know, obviously Elena is there. She's number two, yeah. and and that's the second best. Yeah. And that's, in in my thinking right now, that that very well could be the same Olympic team in 2020. It could be Elena and uh, yeah. and, and uh, Brooke, which yep. would be interesting. Agreed. Anyway, all right. Well, but I think you know, you I know I know you think like with Brooke and and Brittany Marchand, you mentioned too, and Elena Sharp. There's three solid ones right there, and if we can just get a fourth one just to move up the rankings, and then some coming in behind them, hopefully we can. Canada can be on that competition. Maybe we could at some point. Maybe we can ask uh, we can we can ask Tristan Mullally to come on the show one time, and he'll give us the update. He knows everything mm-hmm. about yeah, what he does. Golf. Know everything. All right, that's good. That's a good one to get. All right, uh, that's it for this time. Thank you everybody for uh, listening. And uh, again, if you want to comment to us, uh, you can tweet us. I'm at Bob Weeks TSN and and at, and at TSN Golf, and send us your 
PGA Tour, Web Tour, LPGA Tour, Music Duos. Yes, Sinister Music Duos. All right, that's it for this time. We'll talk to you next time. I am Ron. All right, and I'm Bump. See you later.